Hi there, beautiful soul. Welcome to Soul-Led Spirit-Driven Women, the podcast. I'm Kasia Burke, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. Hello, welcome back to another episode on Soul-Led Spirit-Driven podcast. I'm Kasia and I'm very excited that you could join me. I hope you've been enjoying the interviews so far with my beautiful clients and I hope that you got a few or a lot takeaways from them sharing their past lives and how past lives affect their current lives and I hope that things resonated with you as well. It's always kind of good to connect the dots, isn't it? Now, in this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I get asked a lot by my clients who come into Downloads on Demand with me, by my audience that I do my free videos for, by the ladies in my soul-led, spirit-driven group. And it's how do we connect with our spirit guides and receive messages from them? So I guess my whole goal with doing what I do now, I'm coming to realize is really on one hand, help you discover your purpose, you know, help you remember what you came to do here, what your mission is and help you kind of, I guess, find your way when you feel a bit stuck and a bit lost. But another part is help you connect with your guides and hear their messages. Now, some will think that, well, I don't want to be told by someone something, how to do things or what to do in life. So often there's this belief that listening to your spirit guides is giving up control and relying on on them to kind of dictate or tell you what to do but really that could not be further from the truth our spirit guides our astral team that's up there on the other side of the veil their job their mission is not to tell you what to do here on earth or how to do things and I know a lot of psychic mentors may portray it that way that you know use your spirit guides to give you uh, directions but you must follow these directions or else you will fail well that's not really how I see it and again as with anything put it through your own filters you know if it resonates with you beautiful if it doesn't then you know that's not the right message for you because here's the thing we're all tapping into the same source but we all are tapping into it in a different way and so we will hear the same thing in different ways or see it or feel it it's kind of like you know the car crash scene after an accident and a policeman is asking witnesses you know what did you see and if you ask five different people you will get five completely different answers right but allegedly they all were there and they all saw what happened and the same as a little bit when we tap into you know 
um, the source, when we receive messages from behind the veil. It's all a little bit, we all receive it differently. So by all means, always put it through your filters. And when you receive messages and they are completely different from what everyone else has been telling you, what you maybe heard on YouTube, what you read in books, but it feels so right, then you know what? That is it. That is exactly what you need to know. Okay, so I, the way I see spirit guides... Now, maybe first, let me just tell those of you who maybe think, what the hell is a spirit guide? And believe me, I am working on a podcast episode to give you the difference between spirits, spirit guides, loved ones that have crossed over. Are they the same? Is it different? What happens when a soul reincarnates? Can I still talk to my um, loved ones or not? So I'm working on that. That episode is coming up. But in the meantime, I just wanted to tell you how spirit guides. So when I say spirit guides, they're the guides that we all have. We have all a team of guides working with us, walking with us through life. Now, there would be one or two, definitely one. And this this depends, you know, this varies case by case. But we all have at least one from birth and then throughout your life you know childhood teenagehood adulthood some more join you you know depending on what you need what help you need they'll join you some will stay some will go so at any one time I have found with my clients there would be somewhere between six to eight guides around them I always see them around my clients and my client right in the middle and they're forming this beautiful, protective, loving circle. Now, the one that's with you from birth, the way I'm seeing it is a soul's spirit who has... um, decided that they want to stay back they're not going to reincarnate this time with you they're going to stay back there and they're gonna watch your back from up there and maybe in next lifetime you were doing that for them because you see time does not matter over there time is an illusion now don't let me get started on that that's a whole nother topic but for now time is an illusion so a lifetime is can go by in a blink of an eye for them. So here's the thing. They decide to stay back. And we make this agreement with our spirit guides. And we say to them, okay, so I'm going to go down. This is my plan. This is what I want to do. We've got a loosely drafted plan for our life with optional exits. And obviously when I'm born, I will forget everything. So I need you to help me along the way. And so this beautiful spirit soul that's there on the other side with you creating this plan pre-birth goes, yes, I will stay back. I will watch you back from here. So imagine them like sitting up high in a tree and you're down here. You can only see so far, but they can see so much further away. 
so they can see any obstacles that you need to avoid or any obstacles that mm, you unfortunately have to go through because that's how you you will learn your lessons how your soul grows so they see all this they're like yes i'm going to step here and i'm going to watch you and i'm going to help you but remember you have free will so i can't be pushing i can't force you to listen to me you will have to get in touch with me and then you're born and you forget and sometimes a whole lifetime can pass by without you ever awakening awakening as in remembering where you're from remembering that you've made this contract remembering that you have someone on the other side who's got your back so at some point let's hope that you will awaken and remember now here's the thing awakening and i i'll totally do a whole podcast episode on it oh my gosh i'm getting so many ideas now just talking to you guys but awakening can happen in many forms sometimes if you're not paying attention as these signs are popping in you will get a so-called spiritual smackdown where you are awoken but when you awaken you will find yourself drawn to you know um spiritual stuff now we cannot confuse spiritual with religious two different things spiritual as in souls soul gifts you might be drawn to my kind of work and i usually work usually at the start of someone's spiritual journey but sometimes halfway through when they feel a little bit lost and they're like am i still on this journey what's happening i'm not getting any messages i don't know what i'm here to do and you're all of a sudden interested in past lives in psychic gifts you might be hearing things seeing things feeling things you might know things ahead of time okay everyone has that everyone just have to be open to it but you will either shut it down by going ah oh, i think i'm losing my marbles it's crazy or someone will tell you oh my god you've lost the plot <laughs> what you heard was not spirit it was probably your ears going bad old age so you can choose to go down that road and just kind of shut it down or you will find yourself someone like me or someone like um, a medium or a psychic who is um, you know sharing their knowledge and wisdom channelers so-called and that's where the fun journey begins so while I work with clients one-on-one -on -one in my downloads on demand um, for a whole month or three months and we, we try to open these channels and I help them be aware of messages coming through and help them distinguish between their messages and their ego's messages, I want to share with you some pointers for you that you can start implementing, start noticing. Okay, so the first thing is eat more high vibrational food. Now, I have since read conflicting uh, information on this. Some say absolutely have to eat high vibrational food. Now, high vibrational food is 
basically fruit and veg, legumes, anything derived from earth that has not been killed, slaughtered, anything like that. And there's a whole thing, and I, again, I can do a whole podcast episode on it. Um, some of you may know that I am whole food plant-based, um, to the majority of it, or whole food plant-based or vegan. Um, and that in itself was not, it did not happen because I read somewhere that you have to, or whatever. Some believe you have to, some believe, you know don't have to you can eat junk food drink alcohol and you will still ch channel messages so i sit somewhere in between because here's the thing while i never changed my diet to receive messages i do believe that i had this awakening because i changed my diet unaware but I would never go out and say to anyone, well, if you don't go plant-based, I'm sorry, you cannot receive any messages. You cannot connect to the spirit because that's not how it works. I truly believe, yes, it can help, but only because, and this is a lot of um, yogis believe that anything that you put in your mouth that has been killed, slaughtered, where let's say there was fear or anger or anything, you take it on. Your soul takes it on. I don't know much about this and I don't want to take you off the path here. But here's what I think. It can't hurt to eat more veggies and fruit, right? Now, you don't have to give up all the other good things that you like, but maybe just add extra fruit and veggies. You know, it can't hurt. Um, so that's with fruit and veg. Eating high vibrational foods or adding, adding high vibrational foods to your diet, as in increasing it, can't hurt. If anything, it will just maybe, you know, heighten that connection for you. Um... And another reason is, and it has to do with um, the pill. No, you know what? No, I'll have to leave this for another episode because it will confuse you. So just let's just leave it at that. Adding extra veggies or fruit to your plate can't hurt. Number two is, okay. Some say in order to communicate with your spirit guides, with anyone from beyond the veil, you have to have to be vibrating high. So your energy, energetically, you have to be very high vibration. Um, so vibrate at a higher frequency. Oh my gosh, I'm losing my words here, but <laughs> quite a tongue twister. So you have to have a um, higher frequency, right? So vibrate high. Now, they say basically you just have to be positive and uplifting. And I mean, it's impossible. It's impossible to be ha happy and joyful all the time. Number one, it's impossible. <laughs> it's not, Earth is not called Mount Everest for the souls for nothing. Okay. It's pretty hard down here. So another reason why I don't think you have to vibrate high is because I know for myself the most clear, most instant messages that I have ever received were when I, according to these experts, was not vibrating high. I was vibrating very low. I was 
feeling hopeless. I was in despair. I was extremely sad. And most of it happened during my childhood where I didn't even know what the hell it means to vibrate high, you know, in a high frequency. And yet I received messages so clearly, so quickly that I believe that is just not necessary. But here is the other caveat. Here's the other caveat. Okay, here's where it gets a bit funny. I think that the thing that can block up your channels and possibly maybe then I guess lower your frequency is the blocks and shitty negative stories that hold us back. So I have put so much work and effort into creating a positive mind. I'm still working on it. It's always been my thing. I remember since I was a child, I looked at my peers, at these girls who were confident, and I imagined what what would it be like to be her? What would it be like to feel disconfident? And I tried it on. Would that make me feel good? Not trying to be someone else, but just trying on confidence that coat of confidence on the outside even when I didn't feel confident on the inside so I was always interested in sort of personal development and even now in my work with my clients I know that the one thing that I know I can teach them I can't teach you mediumship I don't think anyone can teach you mediumship that's one thing right like no one can teach you how to be psychic really No one can teach you how to communicate with spirits, okay? No one can do that because it's not, there's no strategy, in my opinion, from what I'm learning. There's no one formula fits all. It's not like, like I can teach you Instagram, I can give you strategies and proven tips, but I can't give you that for opening up your channels, talking to spirit guides or loved ones, anything like that. Or becoming a medium because that is impossible it's kind of like um my mentor actually said it to me today so I'm going to use her example Lindy Jewel um walking into a room filled with flowers and you will see different flowers you might see daisies I will walk in I'll spot roses someone else will walk in and they will spot sunflowers We all get something different out of it. We all spotted different things at a different speed at a different time. I may not notice sunflowers till I'm almost about to leave, right? And this is how it is a bit with opening up those channels. So much has actually to do with the blocks. So the fear you hold around, you know, fear around um, being laughed at, not being taken serious, fear of um, being ridiculed or falling flat on your face, not knowing what to say, not hearing spirit, not getting messages, okay, fear, blocks and stories, limiting self-belief stories, such as, you know, imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, all that can actually block up the channel even if you have good intentions and you want to connect and you're eating your high vibrational food and you're meditating it can still hold those messages back 
and you from receiving them. So in my opinion, and this is how I work with my clients, I help them do the human things, remove the human blocks in order for them to see and hear spirit guides. So I guess the more you can work on that and just know that a lot of the stuff, the blocks and stuff is just made up stuff, it's an illusion, it's not real, it's not actually happening, the more you can believe that, the quicker you will receive messages. Okay, so we've got high vibrational food, adding it can hurt, removing human blocks, you know, from your ego, from your mind, from whatever you've had in the past in order to receive messages, in order to unclog um, that channel. Another one is meditating. Now, here's the thing. And again, I like to present you with two situations that I have, or two parts of information that I've come across. Some say, you absolutely have to. Some say, no, don't believe in it. Don't have to do it. Never worked for me. And I like to sit in the middle. I've always been in the middle. Every time I do these quizzes, or when I was younger and I used to do the cosmopolitan quiz, I would always get B. Out of A, B and C, I was always B. Neutral. (laughs) So here I am, B, neutral, telling you I love meditating. I again think that my awakening happened because of me meditating. I started meditating last year properly, like every day. Um, and it happened, so I cannot ignore and tell you, no, that's rubbish. But I know, I know, you may not be into meditating. So let me just explain to you what meditation is in a non-spiritual, um, non-yogi kind of way, because there's, again, different ways, different beliefs. But here's the thing, just sitting in silence and not thinking about what you need to do next, what's going to be for dinner, what you need to do in the afternoon, pick up kids, do groceries, blah, blah, blah. Sit in silence, whether it's five minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's 30 minutes. And just concentrate on your breathing. Because here's the thing, here's what meditation does. Meditation allows you to be present and helps you to practice focusing, staying focused. So whether you do a meditation that is guided or um, guiding is more, yeah, I feel more guided meditations are more, you know, to begin with, just to get you settled um, or if you want to relax, right? I really feel the best meditations is no noise or maybe just some um, isochronic tones in the background. But whether you do a visualization, right, or nothing and just sit in silence, focus on your breath. Again, you can do it as, as little or as long as you want to. But it will help you to focus. Because I always say, you know, as children, we're always told, you know, focus, focus, focus. You need to focus. Why aren't you focusing on this? Well, but no one actually ever tells you how to do it. And I think the greatest thing we can do to help our children to focus is by introducing them 
to meditations. So just sitting quietly in a room where you know no one's going to interrupt you. And you can lie down. You can be in a bathtub. In fact, in a minute, I'm going to tell you how you can incorporate meditation when your day is so busy that you just cannot find time to meditate. Okay, But meditation will help you to just focus and eventually receive messages. So meditation, if you don't have the time to, um, you know, put it into practice, what you can do is when you're vacuuming, when you're folding the washing, when you are um, doing the dishes, whatever you do, just be present in that moment. Don't think about other things. Don't do what I do when I fold washing and watch Seinfeld. I always watch Seinfeld when I do the washing, okay, that is not good, I do that because I know I can do two up to three meditations a day, like I make time for them, so folding the washing is really my time to watch Seinfeld, but if you can't use that time, use meditation, like incorporate it, incorporate it, oh my god, I'm losing my words today, into everyday things, you know, making the bed. And really, it's just about you focusing on the task, being present with your body, with your thoughts, with the things that you do when you perform this task, be present. That's all it is, really. And eventually, you will have this desire, okay, I'm going to sit silence, in silence for five minutes, so I can receive messages and you go in with an intention and you say, I would like to speak to my spirit guides. I want to speak to my guides and I want to ask them a question and you ask the question and then you sit in silence and you receive messages. I have a couple of meditations to help you meet your guides as well. Um, and I'm going to do the unveiling very, very soon. You'll hear about this here more soon which is around removing blocks and meeting your guides. Now, another thing you can do, I don't know what number we're up to, three or four. <laughs> another thing you can do is just talk to them. Just talk to them. Just go, okay, what should I have for breakfast? And the first thing that pops into your head, that's from your guides. So not, mm, Kasha, you know, you've indulged in some sweet cereal the last few days, so maybe have something healthy. You know, go for the healthy stuff. You are eating way too much sugar, blah, 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 blah. That's not from your guides. Your guides speak to you in the most loving, caring way. Their voice, if you, if you're, if you have clear audience, you will find is very soft and beautiful. Again, I don't like to put rules on you. You might find it differently, but I know our guides speak to us in the most loving, caring way because they come from light, they come from love, they don't come from the dark side. So just ask them questions. Ask them questions. Should I go left? Should I go right? Should I go to the shops today? Should I not? Simple things. Simple things that you know life won't depend on it. If you get it wrong, if you don't hear the message correctly or you doubt what is coming through, you will not stuff it up. And then another thing is, listen. So often we ask the question and we wait. And even though answers pop into our heads, we're like, mm, that can't be it. That came too easily. Mm, 
too obvious. I don't think that's it. Maybe it's just me making things up. What if I'm manufacturing these thoughts and you go on a spin and all of a sudden your head is so noisy and so cluttered that there's nothing coming through. So really, you have to listen. If you want to receive messages, you have to listen and you have to take, you have to trust. You have to trust that what comes in is it. And I encourage my clients to have a diary for that. And every time you ask a question, write it. Here's another bonus tip, Tim. Automatic writing. This is always the easiest way to start. Just ask a question and start writing. Now, my dear, as soon as that pen hits the paper, you have to promise that you will not stop to um, check spelling or check whether it makes sense. You just keep going, you keep going, you keep going. And that's how you will get answers because your mind, your conscious mind will take a break and allow you to just receive messages. All right, so these are my tips for you. A quick recap. Add high vibrational foods to your diet. It won't hurt. Um, remove human blocks. So all those self-limiting belief stories need to go. Number three, and I'm probably not doing them in the right order, but number three is meditate. Number four, listen. Number five, automatic writing will help. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you would like to connect with me, I am on Instagram and I'm on Facebook as Kasha Berg. And I have a soul-led, spirit-driven Facebook group that I would love, 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 love to connect with you within. So I'm inviting you to my group. I do live card readings there mostly. And also I have the unveiling coming. That's always exciting. And I can't wait to do another one. All right, my loves. Have a gorgeous week. I think I'll have an interview for you next week. Bye for now.